The start order is 17423985. The Extra Lap RC Podcast. Yes, this is the Extra Lap RC Podcast. I always forget to thank Liam, the guy who sorted out our intro. He's done a lot of bits of other bits of work. We're just too stupid to use it. Um, as, my name's Aidan Burke. Thanks very much. Of course, I'm joined by my good friend, Joey Cockle. How are you doing, Joey? Good evening. I'm fantastic. You're brilliant. And our good friend, Martin Owen. How are you doing, Martin? I'm awesome, thank you. Brilliant. Um, it is a bit different today. We thought we'd just open our Discord server up and see who was about to chat. And should we just go and, just, we just go and do that and just record everything from now on? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Let's go see if we can find some people. Well, hopefully that will have sorted the introduction out. So what we'll try and do is try and speak to a few people. Let's see if we can get some other people involved. Now, I'm not sure exactly who we've got. So has has anyone got a question? Anyone like to start off? Yes. Who's that? Mike. Mike War, how you doing, Mike? I'm good, mate. How are you? We're all brilliant. Ace. Um, are you here just to abuse Joey, or are you doing a <laughs> bit of abuse for Martin as well? No, it's all for Joey tonight. Is it all for Joey? Okay. It's deserved. Um, well, Joey has been upsetting people on Facebook, so... <laughs> still, still though, I'd like to point... I'd just like to... I'd just like to point out that not a single person that was current, uh, supposedly mentioned um, has contacted me. So, good job, everyone. Oh, mate, you know, you're too I'm, I'm, still, I'm still waiting. Still waiting for everyone to uh, get involved, but nobody's getting involved. So, c- clearly, someone uh, was uh, spreading bullshit. Oh, <laughs> mate. I think that's what just we can do on fake stuff like this. Warrior, Joey. Uh, beautiful. Joey is, Joey is like a fat Zulu. <laughs> I, I mean i won't go into it too much but if you put it out there and don't expect somebody to at least get involved then you are a pillock well why is it always you funny, to get involved then? hey why is it always you that have to get involved because he's got nothing better he's rubbish at races he stirs up facebook i've heard he's rubbish at cod as well oh he i have to carry him every week all right, this is, this, hang on, hang on. This, this isn't a Call of Duty podcast. This is a no, RC no, racing that we're all we're all surrounded by fucking morons. Okay, okay, okay. What it is. I, I, I'd like to just say that last night we were we were playing COD, and Joey, who was too good to come and play with us? Aiden. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, that's Aiden, Aiden, Aiden texts Paul and said, um, "Sorry, but I'm playing with other people." Yeah. And we were like, oh, "Well, if that was last night, it was me." Second page ah. in that. Car. Whoa, get on. Hang on. More importantly, I was playing with Glenn, who's just turned up. Hi, Glenn. How you doing? Hi, Aiden. Hi, everyone. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Didn't we, me and you, Glenn, have a great night on COD? We did indeed. We actually finished in the top 10 on one occasion as well. How about that? Was he yeah. Aiden even playing? Was he Aiden in the building? Yeah. He, he didn't. Camping. He didn't get a kill in that particular round, but he was. He was a beast <laughs> at, at getting everybody back into the game when we failed in the gulag. That's all I can say. Yeah. So Aiden does have uses after all. 
I don't want to yeah. say too much, but yeah, I think he's actually better than me at the game. And I, I that hurts to admit. <sighs> wow. So anyway, um, let's talk about PlayStation. <laughs> uh, Mike, what was your question? My question is, I anticipating the launch of a car show profile video of yours, Joey. I'm just wondering <laughs> if you've filmed it um, Currently, anything along those lines regarding myself a top secret. Um, unfortunately, right. that's that's all in the hands of um, team team bosses. <laughs> and, uh, and and factory, yeah, exactly. Factory, uh, factory in Japan are going to deal with that. Right. Okay. Well, I mean, they need a, they just need a big ass wide camera to get them all in. A fisheye lens. <laughs> they, they've literally, yeah, they've they've got to fly me to the middle of nowhere and uh, do it. Yeah, so they, they need a cargo jet. <laughs> Film you from one of the satellites. Oh, that's terrible. I was going to say, maybe just the Kyosha boys of the film crews have all been too busy. You know, haven't they been playing out with Formula One drivers? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I did just see that actually before I can't. So, Is it one of those cars, Terrors? They're both, they're both one's Tiana's, one's Terrors. Pretty cool. And they're both Tarot and Tarot and Tiana's radios as well. It's pretty much just all of their stuff lent out to the Renault Formula One team. Pretty cool. It's, it's a great yeah. video. It had like twenty thousand views an hour or two afterwards. I'd hate to have um, been Mick on that day though, because <laughs> yeah. he's, he's probably cringing at every point. Like Daniel Ricardo or I don't know the other guy just decided to crash it into something. Yeah, on uh, <clears throat> on Paul with spares. Well, I was speaking to Darrow earlier, and he did say uh, he just said to rip to my uh, RAP to my uh, anodized shock towers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, that, that was a that was a cool video. Bold on the police. Nick Craddock was helping me uh, from from a YouTube standpoint how to mount one eight scale tires earlier on. Oh, uh, any all of the tires, all of the videos Craddock does are, are, are pretty informative. It was very good, actually. It was the most concise one I could find on there. It was either that or watching David Ronafog or Janet Tebow, and yeah, Ronafog's videos aren't bad either. His shot uh, building one is 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 definitely in the way. David's a legend. Yes, yeah, I hear hear Ronafog's a massive fan of Joey. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe, but more importantly, Joey, are you are you doing like a release video? I don't need to. I did one. We did one when I first uh, joined Kosher UK, like two years ago now. I think it was two seasons ago now. Mate, we could get you flames and robots and everything. I know a guy. Uh, send me the. Uh, get that guy to contact me then. I will sort oh, it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll maybe get an extra lap one done instead. Oh, Just have right. his face appear to put a massive void stamp on it. <clears throat> wow. Yeah, the extra lap boys, you haven't done videos of your pit room and everything yet, like, you know, all of the other famous guys have done. So I think you need to get on that. There's a reason for that. Yeah. Yeah. I I do mine in my my conservatory and it's full of dirty washing. And mine, I'm currently in the living room, which is also full of clean washing and a massive table. And I'm just lazy. Normally I do it in my car. 
Well, so you're telling me that none of you have got rooms like Lee Martin and Neil Craig and the likes? I, I have no. a I have a wrenching office. Martin does. Yeah, I've got but, an office, but that's. I mean, I kind of do, but the missus decided to buy a bed and stick a bed in it instead, so her friends could come stay. Yeah, perfect. Uh, because you've got no friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't have friends. I've moved to an area I don't know, and I don't know anyone. Oh, might have been a different story if I still lived where I grew up. No one liked you there either. No, probably not. Hey, let's think. So, if we try and do about five minutes of RC stuff, how are you two, as in Mike and Glenn, getting on with all this lockdown? Are you, have you done lots of prep, Mike? No, not really. I've just built a few kits. That's it, really. Well, wouldn't really matter anyway because it's shit. I think we need to carry that four wheel. I think we need to carry that four wheel drive bet until next year, Joey. What four wheel drive? Oh, the between me and Martin. Yeah. Well, it was in general. It was just in general fault two wheel drive and four wheel drive, but they were going to both void each other if we um, beat each other in either or. No, I want me beat you in four wheel drive. Fucking hell, you've got some confidence. Nice. I like confidence. Good. How much, how much were we talking again? Because I know mine and Martin's was 100. I don't know. Martin came up with it a while ago. I don't know how much it was. I thought it was a meal. I thought yours was a meal. A meal? Oh, I thought what? it was dinner, wasn't it? Yeah, it was dinner, wasn't it? I'm not being funny. For any of us six sat here now, a meal's probably the most expensive thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're not Crompton and going to Miller and Carter all the time, but I want a meal off of Crompton at Miller and Carter once. Oh, was it romantic? Yeah, it was. I paid for it because I won it. What did you win it for? Because we had a bet on who was going to win the Reedy race, and it was the year that Tebow won it, and I got it right, so he had to buy me dinner. That was a brave bet. bet What's that? Who did he bet on? Uh, I think it was Cavallari. Wow. I stupidly would have taken money both of you. Okay. So anyway, 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 anyway. More more RC-related questions. Come on. Just to to answer Aidan's, I think I've spent the equivalent of a small country's annual budget on spares, but none of them actually gone on the cars yet. Um, mostly on the eight scale, but uh, I've got uh, oh, I've got my new um, L1 alloy diffs on the way. They'll get built straight away. Nice. What eight scale have you got then? Uh, I picked up an absolute bargain of a second-hand uh, B3.1e. I'm only going e buggy nice. at the moment. I'm, I can't be getting involved with that nitro messy stuff. <laughs> it's not. A, it's not an easy task to undertake on your own, is nitro? No, it's not. You definitely need to have a a. I mean, suppose suppose for you, it'd be quite quite easy because of you. Obviously, your brother could do it. You got to be joking, mate. <laughs> he he could barely find enough time to go racing himself. If I asked him to be my pit man, it'd be met with a two word answer. I think. Anyway, no, but at least at least if it came to it, you can you could ask him. Yeah, I'm sure scale. I'd guilt him into it somewhere or another, but no, definitely definitely going electric. But uh, no, I picked up an absolute bargain. It's uh, it's brand new. I was. Need so to get it out there you now. Could take it, you could take it to the new Nemo track. 
Looks I'm nice. quite excited about that. Oh, I am quite cool. excited about that track. That looks amazing. Yeah, They've done a nice. great job on that. Yeah. Well, considering I saw pictures from three weeks ago when it was just a dust bowl, and all of a sudden it's just been finished. So. Yeah, it looks good. In the in the space of time they've had to do it, they've 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 pulled it out and done quite well. It's been phenomenal, isn't it? I mean, um, you know, they've got the advantage, I guess, that John and Dave uh, live in the same house, so they could get down there mm -hmm. and. And do all that uh, whilst we've all been sort of sitting at home, I suppose. But uh, more to the benefit of us that when we can go racing, we can get such an amazing facility. I think it's going to be incredible, you know, as it evolves as well. It looks like they've got some big plans for it. Mm. <laughs> but obviously, not that Gary Stevens gives us any credit for this, but we are a one tenth podcast, and we're all one tenth racers. Are they really going to build a one-tenth dirt track? That was a rumour. I hope so. Well, according to John, uh, on one of their Sunday night videos, it's absolutely their intention to make a proper one-tenth dirt-style track, you know, um, I guess American and European style, a bit like, you know, I guess what they have for the Euros and stuff when they're building in, in, on the continent, Italy in particular. But, yeah, I think they intend to have a a proper one-tenth dirt track as well, which would be cool. Wow. I don't think it'd be cool. Surely you can just... They've got lots of Astro there. Surely you can just put an Astro track next door. I don't think it's going to be loamy. I think they're in, You know, I think it's going to be like, I guess maybe one of the indoor OCRC-style tracks, you know, decent compacted clay with some decent grip and that. I don't think it's going to be like a dust bowl, although it'll probably end up that way. Yeah, I suppose, you know, I'd, I'm not really, you know, maybe you guys who've been running a lot longer might look forward to that more. But, what's, are we going to have a, could we have a national on a dirt track? No, well, I guess they did. As it is, did they ever hold a national round at Robin Hood on the dirt side? Or has it always been? No, no, they didn't. no. no. It was a shame because um, my dad has always tried to push James to just do it, but they never, um, they never took the leap of faith. And what is the last national they had on dirt? Oswestry, <sighs> like two thousand and eight, when it absolutely bashed it down with rain, and you couldn't couldn't see what grass was. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Tiverton probably for me would have been the last time I raced on dirt or UK national. There's so there's only a few like true grass tracks left as well, isn't there? I know in my region in the east of England, Colchester holds their regionals on grass, although I've not actually raced on it yet. And I think uh, one of the mid east ones do. <laughs> yeah, well, we do. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. do. Which it's not a, it's not a true grass track because they just turn up to a field and put some pipes down, but. Um, uh, I guess it's 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 probably I wouldn't I don't know. It's what it's it's run it's run by stuff. the guys who who run West Bridgeford. Oh okay. But it's not it's it's close to where the West Bridgeford indoor track is, but it's it's not like a permanent um, fixture, as well, it were. You know, Joey, you and Martin do nationals. Would you welcome a um like a, a clay track national? Throw it into if the mix I could with the Astro. Stop people cheating on it. Yes. 
You mean sourcing? Uh, um, the, the the whole tire additive thing wouldn't phase me as much as as long as we have the weather. If it if it's high grip, it's not going to matter. So if it's mega high grip dirt or clay, then yeah, they, people won't cheat. It's when it's low grip they cheat. But, but if, then I, if if if, if it was it was to be a case that we had a national on a dirt track, whether it be you know Robin Hood decided to go back down that route, or or we go to this new Nemo track in wherever they're based, I would suggest we have handout tires like we do for Euros. I think it'd have to be that way, wouldn't it? You'd have to, yeah. it'd have to be heavily controlled. But I think you touched on the more appropriate thing is the unpredictability of the weather here. I know, obviously, some of the American places can get a, a whole load of rain, but it tends to sort of come and go and dry up pretty quick, whereas it could be piss wet through for a week here, couldn't it? Mm. Yeah, that's, that's the only thing that... I mean, I, I, I'd like to say I, I would be all for it, but it's just making sure we have i mean you can imagine the weekend like the week running up to that that particular national we have complete ultimate sunshine for the whole week and you can guarantee the second we turn up on friday afternoon to set up it absolutely buckets it down true but i guess the same applies for the eighth track so you know the yeah but you can you can i mean you can get away with running nitro cars and stuff on eighth tracks and on dirt because you know the they can take bigger. the more. Especially. Yeah, they can take they can take the beating that that they do, but I don't think a tenth scale will will kind of last a a weekend in full wet conditions with mud being added as a uh, as a factor as well. Perhaps it could be but a multi surface, uh, maybe I don't know. Uh, Lee's going to be I, um, behind it, isn't he? So I think. Oh yeah, uh, of course. So they they've got an advantage with Lee, obviously having travelled the world and racing on different surfaces and different tyres and whatnot. So, by all means, I, I fully su- support it and would like to see it. But I we'll just have to wait fun and see. to uh, see how your tyres go on dirt, eh? Because they're yes. fresh, Good G'day. How is everyone? Hey! Hi, Mark. How are you? Hey, I'm bloody good. Yeah. Into my second coffee, so I thought I'd uh, make an appearance. We've gone worldwide, even more so now. Oh, yeah, maybe. So, um, all this talk of dirt, where's your dirt track? We don't technically have one as of yet. I Um, think it would be close to where your parents live. Oxford. Ah, right. Oh, yeah, okay. It's in the Gaydon area. I think it's literally um, just off of Junction 12, M40. Apparently. Apparently so. Cool. Might have to incorporate it in my next track. But yeah, all of the talk of sourcing and tyres and stuff like that, I think that would be the big thing you would need to uh, overcome. But if we scrutineer, as we do at a national anyway, if they've got to come for battery checks and weight checks, surely yeah. you just go, if you tap well. I don't, oh, could you no, turn because you, you, can, you can source them the night before in a bag and people can't, you can't really tell. If you know uh, you can, but if you're not and that, if you're not clued up, then you can get away with it. And that and that's the thing as well. No no offense to the to the national tracks and the help that they get for national tracks. A lot of the guys or ladies that do scrutineering probably won't be able to tell the difference between something that's been soaked or something that's not. No, I think at the Euros, didn't they get some on road boys specifically to sniff for additive? 
No, it was um, I think it was Tom Cockrell's dad that caught uh, Wolanka. Yeah, but I think he just grabbed him and they were wet. (laughs) So, well, okay. You can't because you can make it. You can get additive that doesn't smell. Well, Mark, I'm assuming you you definitely run on dirt. Do you have to use sauce on yours all the time in New Zealand? Uh, No, we don't tend to, or I don't tend to run sauce over here on our tyres. We're not allowed to use sauce for any classes that we run. But then you're putting putting your faith in the drivers not to cheat, basically. Yeah, you are. So, hey, I don't want to be accusational, but I'm sure it goes on as it does across um, the whole world. Um, I've not seen it or been part of it, but uh, I doubt it goes on. Wow. For, for nationals, it it would have to be handout, wouldn't it? They'd have to be controlled. They'd have to be prepped by a group of people, and that's that. But club yeah, races it's can turn into a bit of a nightmare. Yeah, um, yeah so you'd have to look at the quantity of tyres too, eh? Because if you've got a, an abrasive-type dirt surface, you burn through tyres real quick. And so you'd be um, making it worse than your Astro situation now with people chucking on new tyres every round. I hate the national boys will chuck new tyres on the round anyway. Yeah. You know, I'm if sure... You need, if, if, if you need it, then, then you do it. Yeah, we, we could be talking a few steps ahead because obviously I don't know if that, that's the thought. Obviously, they're... Again, it's it's Nemo Racing, Mark Gregory from New Zealand, who have built a new one eighth track dirt track in the UK, um, and they've talked about a one tenth. I've not seen. Has anyone seen any pictures? Is there? Is it just like something they build next to it? Is it, or would you think the one eighth track could be converted? I think they've got space for it. I think um, it will be um, much like Hearts, where you have like you know uh, a pitting area in the middle and then a track either side, something like that. I have I have heard that they do have a um, section that they can shorten. Like they've got a, a small path that leads around so another corner or something. Okay, nice. So, uh, Mark, are you are, are you getting any RC racing done? Uh, no, we've we've done none for um, months now. So the season here just started. And then you ended up with the whole COVID thing. And similar to other parts of the world, we went into a complete lockdown um, very quickly. So no one's been doing much of anything other than ordering parts, I guess, from an RC perspective, rebuilding stuff and dreaming of a day when we can go and buddy have some laughs with our mates. Nice. Nice. (laughs) Uh, That said, though, I think New Zealand, by looking at things, have, have done a... The, the sterling job with controlling it, haven't they? Yeah, they've done a great job in controlling the virus. Um, whether uh, such a great job is happening with the economy or not, I don't know. So, yeah, um, all of the borders were closed. There's no travel. All of us have been in lockdown for 53, 54 days, and the only activities you can do is go and get petrol or shopping, similar to, so like I was listening to um, a podcast with Elliot on it the other week, which was ACE. Um, very similar to Italy in that regard. So, yeah, it's been pretty strict. You know, New Zealand's got a lot of space. There's, I yeah, there's, it does. There's not, a lot of, there's, not, there's not a lot of people, are there, in, on the whole no. two-island thing? No, so we're nearly at five million now. 
So it's gone up a million in the sort of 15 or so years that I've been here. Okay. And I, I, obviously, I'm sure it's not your job, but obviously we, we met you. I think, did I meet you at the threes, fours and fives at Kidderminster all those years ago? I want to say all those years, about three years ago, was it? Apparently not. Yeah, three years ago. Were we? Well, other than, I don't know about Glenn, but the rest of us were there, weren't we? Did, yeah, Slay, yeah. did Phil Slay win the, the F2s and Snee won the threes? Yeah, I don't remind Snee me. won the threes. Don't, but... don't remind me of that weekend. Oh, oh, I know what happened that weekend. <laughs> um, Joey, what, no, what happened that weekend? Well, not, not only did I get screwed out of TQ in, <laughs> because hang on hang on it, it rained so i screwed out of tq for it raining and then the next day i then got screwed out of making an a final full stop because martin gave Hello. someone a penalty martin gave someone a penalty which pushed me out of the a final <clears throat> best moment of my life oh, I'm, I'm, for I'm no just... no fault of my own i was shafted <laughs> well did you get the penalty then no, no someone, I gave, in... I gave someone in marshall And so they lost. Work out how that pushed you out of there. Because the guy, the 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 points were then rejigged. Because um, this guy was obviously taken. Like, he was, he was he lost his score for that round, which then pushed up everybody else's points. So you BQ'd the dreaded BQ. Unfortunately, yeah. Um, Unfortunately, Mark, yeah. Mark, living in New Zealand, is Mark there? Yeah, it should be. Yeah. Yeah, do you, do you um do you ever have you ever met Luke Prattley? Oh dear! Oh, oh dear! I, I would I would say Mark's gone. Well, I thought that last time. That's why we luckily remembered Mike War amazingly brought up the thing that Joey getting knocked out the B. Um, Aye. Oh, he got sorry, he got knocked out the A. Yeah, that was much. I'm not being funny. How proud of you at that at that point, uh, Martin? What's that? When I knocked him out of the the A. Yeah. I was I was distraught. I was upset. To be fair, Martin was sitting opposite me in the PR tent, and he was absolutely distraught about it. I didn't. It was not all joking aside. It was a horrible. Were you? You were actually upset. You so yeah, you were upset yeah, yeah. Up at you, the time. You, you screwed your mate, haven't you? Although I didn't know at the time, but you know. Well, what was really annoying is I'd like glued up three sets of tires, ready for a final. <laughs> I glued, I'd glued glued all my tires. I'd done all my t- all my batteries, ready to go. And then dad, my dad, walks over and goes, "You're not in the a final." And I just obviously, ah, what are you talking about? You're joking, like go away. And he went, "No, no, seriously, you're not in the a final." And then Martin just appeared, said. Now I gave someone a penalty, <laughs> and I was just like, oh, "Shit!" But it was all right. It was all right. Anyway, when when Mark is back, I want to ask him a question. Uh, he's on his way. He's on his uh, way. I'm back now. Oh, cool. yeah. Okay, my my question yeah. to you, Mark, was: Do you ever race with someone called Luke Prattley? Uh, I've met the Prattleys at one event in New Zealand in a place called Harbour. I think he uh, attended a uh, workshop, didn't he? Oh, no, that was his brother. That was his um, younger brother went to work, so 
Ah, uh, that's right. Luke. Yeah, yeah. I, I raced with Luke at, at the Worlds in China and got to know him quite well. He was driving for PR at the time, so. Oh yeah, I'm so you I'm might have met to... uh, Skippy as well, who's Chris O'Connor. Yes. Chris, I think his name is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, small world. It is a small world, or at least the, it shows how small the RC community is um, globally. I think. Yeah. And sometimes that drives some of our conversations about sponsorship and all of that. It's not a big industry in, in global terms, really. You know, no. like I'm maybe an example of that. That's sort of, I guess, an imposter. That's a very dramatic pause, Mark. It's <laughs> a very dramatic pause. That's, that's I can feel the EastEnders theme tune coming on. <laughs> From Martin's the international driver amongst us, isn't he? Have you is 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 it only the states the other place you race, Martin, or have you been all over the world to do it? Martin's uh, raced in America. I've raced in America. No way. Really? No way. No way. Uh, I've raced. Where have I raced? Yeah, Italy. Oh, the states: Italy, France, China. That's it. So never made Small it world. to. Uh, to the um the commonwealth as it were then yeah <laughs> i'm not being funny how bloody long would it take to get to new zealand you know i literally thought i went crazy on a, that 14 hour flight home from america like, you know you'd think you would facebook and the internet and the sky you'd be all right but I think wow the fa fast direct flight is something like was it 21, 22 hours or something? Your ass would heal, wouldn't it? It would heal over. Yeah, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be good. Um, imagine if you were sat in between Mike Wall and Joey Hockle. Could you imagine it? Or, even worse, stuck in a bar at the back of a plane with Paul Crompton. Oh. <laughs> That's what noise cancelling yeah. headphones are for. You'll need them with Joey snoring. Hang on, hang on a minute. Leave my story out of it, Mr. Fucking Walrus. I'm not, I'm not, talking, about, I'm not talking about what people do when they're asleep. I just take pictures of people when they're asleep. That's, that's, that's weird. That's weird. Yeah, that is. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's weird. That's just strange. Probably not something you want to admit live in front of a few people and then potentially the rest of the RC world that listen to this. I'm sure we'll be fine, mate. I'm sure we'll say worse things. Um, remember to tell me what hotels you book for April next year, Aiden, so I can book at the other side of the town. That's fine, mate. No worries. No worries. <laughs> don't, don't. I think when we, I think when we sorted our hotels for this season, that's now not happening. I think as soon as you told me, I was like, brilliant. I even put me note. Can you put me next to Glenn Down? You haven't heard me snore. I could wake you up from the other room. <laughs> We're used to Tommy. We're fine. We're used to Tommy. Um. Does he well, snore as well as wake you up at three thirty in the morning? Yes, yes. I think we've all, I think we've all seen the time Tommy responds to the WhatsApp group messages. Oh, Jesus Christ! Even I, I mean, I'm getting up for work some mornings at like half past four. And I'm thinking, why is Tommy? What is he doing? <laughs> he's not even sat in bed. He's like up, washed and dressed. His wife must like go and stir crazy. I think she's like me. She's just used to it now, mate. Oh. So, what are we looking forward to? Um, did, did did we all see the email from the BRCA? 
Yes. Oh. Yes. Yeah, Southport you... open now. Yeah, yes. I think so. Can we, can we all go to Southport for our uh, a daily exercise? Well, so it's in a park. And there's no limit on how far you can drive as well. Yeah. Southport it is, boys. Who's going tomorrow? Um, I'll see you there the weekend, lads. Yeah, sounds good. I'll pick you up, Joey, on the way up. Okay. I'm going to have to sneak out of the country. Oh, yeah, you can't go. Yeah. Oh, my. Let's hold nationals now. You, because you we have like, no Mike War, no Alan yeah. O'Brien, no McLean. It'd be brilliant. But you think, like, Scotland, Wales, Ireland, all these countries can't do the same as us. It's like the World Cup, isn't it? They're just not there. They're just not there. <laughs> Can we drive into Wales and Scotland, though? There's the question. Why no, would you want to do no, that? No, you can't. Yeah, why would you want to visit Scotland? It's full of Scottish yeah. people. Like Mike. Didn't say I wanted to necessarily. I just wondered if you could. Ma- See, that's that... the thing, though, Martin. Mike's not even Scottish. That's the problem. He's fake. He's pretend Scottish. Yeah, he's a half blood. Mm. Um, go back to Southport. Southport is closed. Uh, um, uh, I think. Uh, boo, boo, boo. Uh, we are in a public yeah. park. Uh, we're very lucky. We've got some. Uh, a lot of the dog walkers always send me messages of weirdos on the track. Um, so, and I think what's going to happen is at some point the the Motorsports Association are going to speak to the BRCA. The BRCA are going to give us some indication of what we may need, may be able to do regarding. I honestly think practice, you know, being able to practice at the track will be the first thing. And then, but even before that starts, we've done, been, and been able to do no work at Southport all year. You know, well, you're, you're in the same boat as a lot of places by the sounds of things. And I think that could be the, the shock for some people. I don't know, maybe some of the other tracks are run slightly differently, but ours is, you know, 10 miles away from a lot of us, you know, the people who do a lot of the work. And so we're going to have to, as soon as we get a chance to regularly go to Southport, there's jobs that need to be done before we can race. I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a case of maybe the first two or three weeks, you know, when the BRC gives everybody the nod, is just allowing clubs to get back on their feet and get ready to go. Yeah, I mean, don't uh, just 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 because the BRC have said, "Yep, okay, let's all go." Don't just turn up to your track and expect it to be mowed lawn, painted fresh hoses, etc. Because it ain't going to happen. Yeah, you'll be fighting off the races. Well, just simple. Just shut the gate and tell them if they turn up, then they 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 don't get to race until it's ready to go. See, I have this little theory. This is why I'm against. You know, they're saying like. Well, we can hold races limited to 30 people, five on the rostrum, blah, blah, blah. How are you then going to decide who those 30 people are? And, mm-hmm. then it start, and then it starts to become unfair. And I don't like that. Oh, I've got an idea for that. I would talk to somebody else who runs a club, you know, and what we did for, what Southport did, like at the beginning of the winter, when we had to have our big move, because our indoor place had to change, I turned around and said, this is the day we need to move. I need everybody you can turn up to turn up to turn up. And whoever did turn up to help, they got put on the list. And then they got preferential, they got the preferential entry to yeah, I mean, Southport Indoors. So I, I, I guess clubs around... can do it by clubs, can't they? Club members. 
but, we don't, but club members won't work. That club members thing won't work in the northwest because I'm a member of Berry, Southport, and mm-hmm. probably South Lakes. I think it only costs two quid to join South Lakes, so we all tend to be members of more than one club. So I, I, I personally feel you need as soon as we get the go ahead, you just don't travel. So, like for myself. Uh, the only places that I should should be going are places like Robin Hood, Roxtow, Bingham. You know, support my my local, regional tracks, as it were. You know, just because I can doesn't mean I get in my car and drive to you know, Martins to go to Mendip or. You can't leave your country. The minute so shut the fuck up. Um, it's not even his country. It's not even easy. I mean, <laughs> fucking hell. But yeah, no, I'll, be, I'll be down stick, at Stockfold, Stick to it? your, yeah, your regional scope, as it were, for the first couple of months, maybe, and l- allow them to get back on their feet properly. Give them, you know, just go down and mow the lawn for them or whatever. And just, just help out can where I, you can. Can I just yeah. make it very clear? Don't totally. just randomly turn up to Southport and mow my lawn. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think if, if, if they get 20 or 30 people down there, they'll get rid of all those weeds everybody's been so quick to complain about. And, you know, let's mm-hmm. be honest, it, a few weeds isn't going to take that long to get rid of. And once we start racing again, they're going to stay away. But I think, you know, I th- arguably the situation we're in now is, you know, as long as there's limited numbers, a couple of people, certain jobs can start getting done now to get prepared because, you know, taking the government's advice, <laughs> that is the limitations have been lifted somewhat in that respect now, haven't they, really? By, by the time everyone listens to this, yeah, but my understanding of Boris is very straightforward, <coughs> very easily understandable <coughs> advice is that... you got a can, cough there? Yeah, yeah. He's got good, it, he's got it, stay away from me. Yeah, good socialist cough. Um, you know, that's what we can all do tomorrow or today when people listen to this, we can travel as much, but... There's, there's bits that we just don't know. It's like Southport, our toilets, you have to go past Eric to go to our toilets. Whereas, I'm trying to remember, Kidderminster's toilets are in like a, a separate block in the other field, aren't they? Yeah. There's things like that we might find that a certain club, just because we've not seen the rules, you know, a certain club might be just turn around and go, oh my God, we're perfect. We're completely set up. We're, we're perfect. Whereas some other clubs might just suddenly turn out and go, well, hang on. How do we go to the loo at Southport? How do we do that? Well, it's just in- pretty much the same as when you've been going shopping or getting petrol and stuff. You just keep your distance. I've got to yeah. be honest that Hearts and Stockfold have, have really got it made in that respect. Just because just you know, put Eric in like now. a Perspex cage. Do you know what? I've tried that many times before and he keeps escaping. Um, <laughs> But but I think that's the point. I think if we turn around and say, look, jobs need to be done while we're thinking about, and obviously this is only Southport's view, it's not even Southport, it's my view of Southport at this moment in time, um, that when we when we get some sort of a date, we can then work towards things, and it'll probably work in a certain way. If you can turn up and spare me, because we can paint track and fix bits, socially distant, that's very easy to do. And anybody who can help me in the first two or three weeks they're going to get their name on a list to be when people want to have a meeting. You know, don't worry, I'm trying to say, 
selfishly is don't expect not to do any help. We've all been locked up for eight or nine weeks. Don't expect to do nothing for your club and then whinge or moan that you're not you're not getting in because look what's going to happen indoors. There, are, I, I, I personally don't feel that there is going to be any indoor racing this year because you can't you can't keep people apart when you're in in, in an indoor venue you look do you take workshop for example how yeah. how tight is workshop for a pit in, pitting area i don't think it's that bad you know it's tight. Well, it is oh, tight everywhere it's the same well, look at... silverstone slough they're all the same and but I that's think... the thing you can't you can't keep people apart indoors well, but but look at Worksop. They've said we're going to do six heats of two wheel drive and six heats of four wheel drive. If they just make say, I'm not being funny. You've got to do two classes. I think I was talking about this with Tommy. You've got to do two classes. That's only sixty people. Yes, but still, sixty people in that hall when there's normally a hundred. It's still a fair amount of people. You're still going to have to stand next to someone or stand near someone to do anything. It's a sn- it's snug on the rostrums as it is anyway with ten people. So you're going to have to have four, five most. So you're talking about doubling up the heats there straight away as well. I think in terms of actual number of entries as well, a lot of these clubs aren't even going to break even unless they get a hundred people there. Ooh. I I just don't think there's going to be any any indoor racing completed this year. Just purely and simply on the fact that if we're yeah. still still staggering through and sticking to distancing rules and this, this, that and the other indoor racing is going to be under complete no-no if I'm, if I'm having to stand two, three metres apart from some, some bitch in the queue at petrol station I don't want to be stood next to some, someone at, at racing indoors where, you know, I still have no idea how this virus is getting around whether it's airborne or it's human contact I still don't want to be stood next to anyone Whereas at least I know if I'm outdoors, I can park my car at one end of the field and not give a shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, um, take stop, take stop, yeah, take exactly. stop, hold. I can drive right down the bottom of the field and hide behind the bushes, and I can't get, and no one will be there. Okay, so how does this work? So I've got the virus, and I and I marshal your car, so I touch it, grab it, run my hands over it, or and mm-hmm. then you touch it, and then you touch your face, you'll get it. Because again, you just—it's just sensible planning. Just everything, wipe, everything gets wiped. Everything gets wiped down. Like I said, like I said, we had this conversation the other day. When you enter the rostrum, you sanitize. When you leave the rostrum, you sanitize. Every time your yeah. car leaves or touches the track, etc., sanitize. Body shell you know, off, wheels off the lot. I know at Mendip, we're going to put some sanitizers on the stairs going up and coming off. And and you put in place if you do not, if you are not seen sanitizing, then you go home. Yeah, yeah. Regardless of whether you are ill or not, if you don't take an alky wipe and wipe down your hands or your body shell or whatever, see you later. I ain't risking shit for you lot. People can't follow the rules of the best at all. No, but if you, t- if, you, if you turn around to someone now and say, right, you can come back racing, they're, they're going to follow the rules just so they can stay racing. Yeah, so I, you think, think, I think it's a, bit more, it's a bit more emphasis on it now. So we're, are we talking about putting our? Because that was the bit that scared me about the BRCA point. You put the. You put, I'm going to put my car down on the line, and yep. then I'm going to anti-back Michelle. 
No, no, you, then... you anti-back it when you've finished. Well, hang on, but I, I've got, I cough on my car, I put it on the line and someone marshals it. Yeah, that's, but I'd wear gloves while marshalling. But if your glove touches your car and then you put your sure. hand on yeah. your mouth. Yeah, yeah. So these are the, I think that was the bit that scared me the most in the BRCA points is this fact about no transfer of stuff. And again, maybe in November, September, November, December, it might be different. You know, we were, you know, again, God, this my, I only talk to Southport about this, I don't talk to anyone else's, but we're, I'm sitting there going, do we need to run like Tamiya trucks indoors on slippy floor? Because then, you know, how do I roll carpet out when so everyone's going to be two metres away from each other? How do I build a rostrum? This is why indoor racing is going to be completely pointless in the winter. Because you're not yeah, going to be able to do time. half of it. Never even thought about that. Anything, yeah. is it? Pipes, jumps, carpet, rostrum, anything. Race control, numbers, sticky numbers. So you I know, it's, it's, we can, Any indoor racing is pointless. But we could go back to, like, that's why I said Tammy of trucks. You know, I could happily go to Formby indoors, not race any putting carpet, and because the, it's like a closed school, I could sell a tape myself i can facilitate track markings to the half of the floor i can put two benches so i've got a tiny a lot really long but not so high rostrum i've only used half the the hall so i've then got another half of a hall for people to pit quite clearly six two meters away from each other and then i only have 30 people at that race meeting and I have to charge with a tenner. Now, that actually just, just about covers my cost. It won't cover, it won't cover you know, I would say one of the southern schools' costs, one of those, but it will cover mine. Maybe that's what we might need to do. Do, do we need to buy a ball diff for me, Cougar lay down? We're going to have to run honeycombs on slippy floor because it might just be easier to do. No, because then you're still having the same argument that people are still going to be inside a enclosed space and they're still going to interact with each other. Yeah. Like, 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 like Mike was saying, people aren't following the rules now. So how do you think in you know three months' time, when we're all at racing, you go to an indoor venue, then they're going to do the rules there? Wow. And then we'll be back to square one when 90 drivers have got this coronavirus and they've spread it to their families, they've spread it to their work colleagues, and we'll be back to square one again. My God, by the time we get racing, mate, your RB7 will be vintage. It already is. You can't even change the diffs correctly. Whether whether or not is regardless. It's it's you know, I just feel I feel that indoor racing full stop this year should be looked at seriously and considered just not 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 happening. But do we genuinely even think that we're gonna see any proper competitive racing period? Is it just gonna be you know, limited practice sessions because, you know, as you pointed out, there's so many measures that are going to have to be put in place, even for outdoor racing, for the fact that, you know, you're going to get a, possibly a number of people that are going to touch cars um, during marshalling and that kind of thing and managing it on and off the restroom. How much are the clubs actually going to really want to do that, actually put those measures in place, police it as well? Yeah, but I feel it's going to be a lot easier for an outdoor track to do those things than it would be indoors. Has Pinky finally unmuted himself? I finally have. Oh, look, someone from the Southwest, Mr. John Baker. Evening, guys. 
Evening. Well, I'm not being funny. I was just about to say we should all thank our sponsors and go. Um, I think we should do that twice as quick now. John's turned up. Mm-hmm. Thank you <laughs> um, are you going to get punched in the face again, John? That's the plan when all this corona crap's over. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do it. Just for fun. Well, why not? <laughs> I don't mind a smack in the face. <laughs> yeah, as long as you don't need to get the coffee, you'll be fine. <laughs> oh, no, that's that's low. What's that your thoughts low. on that, Mike Warren? Mm. Well, if you ever offered. Oh. Guys, I'm going to say, I don't know. What was the beef regarding coffee at the Milton Keynes Grand Prix? That could, this can be the last thing, and then we can all say goodbye. So, do you want my version, or do you want Mike's version? <laughs> We'll have your version first, because then we can laugh all the way through mics. Brilliant. So um, every time we went to get a coffee, I'd offer. Mike would have his headphones firmly plugged into his head and, um, and then come back and be like, oh, where's my coffee? Well, we did offer Mike. And then it kind of... You never went... offered me one. No, but you... Uh, or me. Uh, now, hang on, hang on. Your mum was doing that, Martin. <laughs> true, true. Bless her. <laughs> And it's just kind of gone on a bit of a running joke since then. So the odd Costa meme pops up and, yeah, there we go. Mike, do you agree with that? Yeah, I have no arguments for that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was short and sweet. (laughs) Oh, yeah, well done. (laughs) My God, you must have all made up. I'm a lover, not a fighter. That's not, not going to go next to your next book. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's not what that guy said. It was punching you in the face. <laughs> That's because he didn't buy him a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even want a rematch either. Doesn't he? <laughs> Are you going to try and fight someone with one arm next time, make it a bit more even? Yeah, seems <laughs> like it. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Deary me. Um, and maybe it could be a tag match with you and Martin. What, like WrestleMania? Oh, yeah. wow. That'd be awesome. Can you imagine my fat ass and spandex? Sexy. Thank God. I would pay <laughs> for that. <laughs> Shit, I, I, I needed something to go to, to send me to sleep tonight. Oh, that's worth it. It's like you'll be thinking of in your sleep. Yeah. Hey, you always take do a look. picture of you when you fall asleep. It's, it's all right, Joey. You can start like shouting in your sleep. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. Okay. Well, guys, uh, I'm going to say that's that. That's been great. Uh, thanks very much for everyone, except Pinky Baker for turning up in the last five minutes. Yeah, sorry. Um, hey, yeah. hey, at least you stayed to the end. That's the first. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> at least he made it full five minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Mark said it, his internet from um, New Zealand wasn't great. Um, so what we should probably all do is just say, uh, so thanks very much guys for all turning up, thanks for basically having this test of whether we can get some more people on, we have had some issues at the beginning but we seem to have sorted it all out so maybe we can do this again with some, you know, I'm not being funny with better people than these people um, Oh cheers <laughs> Thanks for that <laughs> So, um, you know, if we get some real quality on Jesus than... Christ, Jesus Christ Aiden, don't, don't don't tell it how it is. <laughs> yeah, You're supposed some... to let the, supposed to let them down gently. Oh, come on, mate. I wanted someone good like Tommy. Imagine if we get Tommy on that, would be perfect. No, because um, he, he'd want to do it at four o'clock in the morning, and I ain't got time for that. 
You go. Well, you, no one you got the guy who killed the micros on, so that's better than nothing. That's good enough. And, and you know, and Glenn's bought a one eight, and Joey's still doing prep, and Mike War is one of the quickest Scottish drivers there is. <laughs> it's not even that. <laughs> I said one of. If there are any quick Scottish drivers. Well, there, well, there must be a few. I mentioned a few earlier. Right, guys, let's. Before Joey finishes his dishes, why don't we all say goodbye in our time-honoured way? And if we're going to do this in order, um, for who spoke first, Glenn, uh, and it's Glenn Downer for anybody else. Hi, Glenn. Do you want to sponsors before we go? I would thank sponsors if I had any, Aiden. <laughs> you could have made some up then, mate. I'm a true clubman, mate, but um, I'm loyal to Schumacher. That's all I care to say. Um, but no, I'd just like to thank you guys. It's been fun. This is, and you know, you get me through each week and with a bit of banter and <coughs> listen to you guys. Uh, makes me laugh all the time and I've enjoyed it. I, it's, I've only been back into this for, you know, not even 18 months and uh, I've really enjoyed the RC scene. So thank you guys for that because you were. Yeah, quite quite a big thing and getting me back into it as much as I have to be honest with you. Oh, thank you. No problem. And anytime you and me want to play some Warzone, maybe we can get Crompton on our team and then we can be basically unstoppable. Just get carried by him, yeah, that sounds good to me. Yeah, just get carried by Crompton. You just normally shout to me, sit in the corner, don't move, Aiden. Um, okay, well done. And even though you were the last in, maybe you can go next, John. Yeah, no worries. Um, well, thanks to Schumacher Racing, uh, hashtag Schumacher family as always, and you guys at Extra Lap for just sort of helping everyone through the pandemic, really, and having a laugh and a giggle. Thanks, mate. Now, I don't know whether this is going to take longer or shorter than Joey's. Mike War, let's go. <laughs> uh, just thanks to Schumacher Racing and John Finch at RC Octane. And obviously the comedy value each week I listen to this podcast. Thank you very much, mate. Um, now, just to help people who may be listening to as they go to sleep, Joey, would you like to thank your sponsor? Here we go. Uh, I'd like to thank Night Nurse for sending these morons to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking knobheads. This is what I have to deal with on a weekly basis. People people don't fully understand that I have to deal with fucking idiots. Hashtag cost I really do. <laughs> See if John had bought me a coffee, I wouldn't have fell asleep. Oh, I forgot to sponsor. I forgot to thank Costa, didn't I? Oh, it's too late now. Naff off. <laughs> Come on, <Jimmy. laughs> We've only got another 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. Okay, now. Uh, yeah, the guys at Kershaw UK and Kershaw Europe, uh, Sean at PPM, uh, the guys over at Reds, uh, Brian Freddy at Screws for RC, and Freddie Russell at Factory Fred Racing. Brilliant. No need to thank his dad today, apparently, Martin. Sure, yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah, obviously, always my dad, but he's not doing anything at the minute, so he's. <laughs> He's have not really you, a shoe in. Have you furloughed your dad during the racing season? I have. He's, uh, <laughs> he's not even on 60% wages either. He's on zero. So if anyone wants a world-class pit man, speak to John Cockhill. Well, speak um, to me first and I'll sell you his contract. We'll talk numbers. Talk numbers. You're good at deals. You're great at deals. Yeah, good at deals. 
And um, um, you also, sorry, everyone's bound to have switched off because me and Martin are about to talk, but yeah. are you going to thank your long-suffering girlfriend? <laughs> yeah. What's that? Isn't your anniversary tonight? Yes, yeah, three years to today. Time to pop that question. It's not time to pop that question, Martin. Paul Ring got it, Joey. An extra lap wedding. An extra lap <laughs> wedding. I bet so you, you if like... I ask my wife, is it time to pop that question? She'd agree. Sarah, is it time to pop the question? Joey. See, she says yes. You can get on. All right. I'll see what I can do. It might, be a national, might be a national exclusive. Oh, amazing. Go to Mark. Southport and do it in Southport. Get drunk. Do, do it while we're practicing at Southport, even though the track's closed. And I'll ban you all if anyone goes anywhere near me. Um, Martin, would you like to thank your sponsors? Yeah, I'd like to thank John at RCRT, Shoebacker Guys, Richard RDT, and that's it for me. Brilliant. I've always liked like the hashtag Schumacher family uh, and the guys at TQ Models for looking after me. Um, I must admit, also, uh, specifically the last few weeks when I've been building my top cat, I've got stuff from EMS Racing, I've got stuff from MB Models, PK, Paul Kemple, Model Sports, been a great help as well because they've had the kit in I've wanted. Uh, and of course, the people in the Vintage Schumacher um, Facebook group. Have been really kind to me and put up with all my questions. Thanks very much. Um, of course, I'd like to say, everybody, please like and share this podcast. And um, please like and share all the podcasts. I don't know if podcasts can be asked doing them. That would be great. There's such. I really enjoyed this week's um, second episode of the Bar. That's you know, I'm not be funny. Much funnier than this. So as I think, if you just listen to it on a nice slow speed. You can get those Geordie accents done. Um, guys, or, is that... or be as equally as hammered as they are. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I love, um... oh, God, I can't remember his name. I, can remember, I, I love Matt trying to just hold it all together for those guys on the bang average ones. Oh, that reminds me. I, they had Young Dunn on this week, who's opened like a little RC shop selling scissors and glues and washers. I ordered mine on Sunday, and they arrived yesterday, I think. Um, so I've got some extra scissors, which I will be given to Tommy, because obviously I'm not allowed such sharp things. Um, guys, everybody, um, mostly Mark, who had the sense to leave. Um, <laughs> thanks, very, thanks very much for tonight. I, I have really enjoyed it. It's been a bit stressful for certainly Martin. have to do a bit of work on these things. Uh, Joey does nothing, just strolls in with five minutes to go. And boom. Boom. And we're sure we can do these, something like this again uh, in the next few weeks. But I think we actually have a guest next week, people. I think oh. we've got a double guest. Joey loves them. Um, yeah, they're my favourite. Don't know. Okay, boys. Okay, speak to you later. Bye, everyone. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.